Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for this week's 3M Open. That's storylines, it's best bets, it's one and done, it's all that good stuff. And joining me to break it all down, the coach is here. Coach, good to have you. I feel very inadequate in the presence of KP this week, but uh, I am going to attempt to do this show. I'm going to attempt to do this show. I appreciate the uh, bravery and courage, Coach. Thank you very much. (laughs) The man, the myth, the legend, Kyle Porter, uh, graces us with his presence. Uh, We bow to you. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even – I mean, there's – the problem is I don't know where I would go. Like, I, I, you know, there's not like another show to go to. So you guys are – you're stuck with me for the rest of the year. If you missed the Sunday recap pod, Kyle Porter uh, made two bets last week. This time last week, 90% of his funds that we allocate him to John Rahm to finish inside the top 10. Check mark. Got that one. And save 10 bones to put it on some random 40 to one shot. A guy who had never played an open championship. A guy who said he <laughs> hated the way his clubs felt through the turf. A guy who that, can't putt. Yeah, and that, here we are. Colin that's Morgan. a that's a great way to frame it. 40 to one. He'd never been there and couldn't couldn't swing an iron the week before. That's 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 the perfect way to frame it. Um, the producer Jacob was right. My only misstep is that I should have parlayed the two because that's what I've been doing for the last month. Oh, yes. That would have been, you know, it would have taken it up a notch. But yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm pleased with the way last week went. The process is doing is the process is doing what it should do. Every time somebody kept going backwards and he did not, all I heard was KP's voice in my ear going, "He's the greatest iron player in the world." Wouldn't you? <laughs> the iron and I'm like, "Yes, why didn't I do that?" He didn't he didn't miss a shot. I mean, how many how many iron shots did he miss on the weekend? It was or really from like Friday on. It was unbelievable. Incredible. Great job, KP. Great job. Special stuff, special stuff from Kyle, special stuff from Colin Morikawa, both equal in our books. Um, Here's what's not equal in our books. This podcast versus every other podcast in the world because we are finalists for the sports category of the People's Choice Podcast Awards. You are the people. We, we need your choice, and we need the choice to be the first cut podcast. So here's what we're asking. Go to podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up. Link is in the description. Go on down to the sports category and nominate the first cut podcast. That's all we ask. I don't think it's too much. I'm very torn, Rick G. I'm very torn because there's another little show mm. that is growing like a weed. We like to call it the early edge. Mm. And I happen to be the host of that show. And we're also nominated in this category. So I'm very torn. It's very bittersweet for me. How about can you this? Me, can you give me the URL again? Oh boy. Podcastawards.com slash app app slash sign up. He's being okay. an idiot. He, he didn't need the URL. No, 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 no. I did. I I, I put in sla- I put in apps oh, with an S. So. I thought you were the smart ass. <laughs> well, usually I am, so that's a pretty good that's a pretty good bet. <laughs> Here you go. How about this? Um use two email addresses and vote for both. I'm cool. Cancel each other out. Just do it. <laughs> See well, what no, happens. What this does is <laughs> into the final round, so we could both get into the final round if they vote for the early edge and for first cut, and then go. it's a fight to the death. Then we'll battle yeah. it out for the yeah. Then we'll battle out. But right now we're still friends. We're still friends. You yeah. and I. The real winner is me because I produce both of them. So right. <laughs> you yeah, Jacob you wins. You don't produce anything. You're the executive producer of all of them. No, you're no longer a producer. It's like when a guy gets traded midseason and can get a ring no matter what team wins the finals. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, I'm getting a ring no matter what. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so good. Gentlemen, uh, we've got a little uh, 3M Open action this week, but it wouldn't be a major championship if we didn't talk about it into the following week. And we got a little major championship hangover situation here, KP, because there's a couple big names coming over. Uh, DJ's making the trek back. Louie, Patrick Reed, he got an early start back to the States. Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler. Do you ever start considering, like, man, it's pretty tough to come back from another continent after a draining major championship, fly to Twin Cities, and tee it up for four more rounds? I mean, I was shocked to see probably Ustazen the most. I mean, it just doesn't, you know, I'm surprised he's not, like, planting wheat or, you know, whatever he does out on his farm. Uh I mean, wasn't that like surprising to see him in the field? Shocking, I, shocking. Him and DJ, I was shocked. Yeah, I told Coach but, earlier what I was waiting for DJ's Monday afternoon WD, and it never came. Yes, DJ yeah. might feels like he owes him one after bailing after round one last year after That's the seventy eight. I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, right. It was like three that. balls in the water. On <laughs> it is. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was like nine or something or eighteen. I think he started on the back nine. It is weird that. It's just so like the week after a major is so hard because you're just like you're so wound up. I mean, you don't even I, I forgot there was golf after after the Open Championship. And it and it's like it's like, man, we could we just get like a week off and then get back into it. But um, we actually get the week off sort of next week from the PGA Tour because it's the Olympics next week. So this is a, this is a really difficult spot for the 3M Open because you're going England, yeah. if you're playing in all of them, you're going England, Minnesota to Tokyo. And it's just, it that's, that's impossible. There's got to so. be nobody who's playing in all of them, right? None. Uh, I, I, no, Ust, Ust, Ust out. out. DJ's out. Finau's out. Reed's out. McIntyre might be. Sergio is out. McIntyre's got to be represented. I'll look it up. Scotland. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this way. You look it up. That, that I used to, when I was doing uh, WWE, we would go to Europe every uh, six months, like April, November, for 10 days at a time, 10 shows, 10 different cities. And when we came back, I was dead for four or five days. I mean, it was like the level of jet lag that we had after those 10 days was like next level kind of stuff. So I can only imagine when you're in the heat of battle, as KP said, and then you got to come back and then you got to refocus and say, wait a second, I've only got four weeks left, four before the FedEx Cup playoffs. And these next four weeks are the most important weeks, so I've got to get myself back up. Normally, it's in Canada. That's not happening this year, so it's got to happen at 3M Open. Maybe DJ thinks that RBC is, is sponsoring <laughs> the the uh, 3M. Nobody's told him that his jet didn't go to. It's the ball. it's the RBC 3M Open. <laughs> That's that would be hilarious if he was in his pre-round press conference and go, "Oh, wait, wait, wait I'm not in Montreal. What?" That I'm out. Peace. <laughs> did did Ve- Vegas didn't play last week? Did he, Johnny Vegas? I don't think so. I don't uh, think there's anybody in the field. That would be an unbelievable trip to go from. What's Bobby Mack? Did he not qualify? He's not qualified. Scotland, according to this, does not have anybody qualified for it. Really? Did you guys see today? By the way, uh, the head of the Olympic Committee. Because COVID is resurging so much over there, he said they're going to reconvene in like three days or four days and decide if they're going to call off the entire thing. No. Really? I feel like I heard that. Yes, that was a report today. He was quoted today as saying that they they can call off all the Olympics, and that would be all kinds of bad for a lot of companies. Not CBS. Not CBS. But a that lot would of be that would be uh, brutal. I'm I'm looking forward to to the only, my my kids are looking forward to too. Yeah. No 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 crowds. No at any events. I mean it's it just stinks all the way around. But I agree with you, KB. I love the Olympics. Yeah. It does feel like it does stink though. I can't believe how few. Go ahead, Rick. I was gonna say. Let me put a bow on this. Will Carr in the chat. Uh, very apt. Emiliano Grillo played last week. Playing this week. Like, is representing Argentina in the Olympics. Okay. Is, is I he believe, the only one? The only I, one? as far as I can tell right now, uh, he is the only guy. Uh, what I was going to say is I can't believe how few weeks are left in the – well, it feels like it's been going on for three years, but also I can't believe how few weeks there are left in, in, the, uh, in the PGA Tour season. 
3M open this week. Next week is the Olympics. The following week is WGC FedEx. And then the opposite is Barracuda. Then Wyndham. That's that's your regular season. Then we're going to have Northern Trust BMW Tour Championship. This is it, especially for guys on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Um, yeah, that it's we're, we're running out of time here. The well, and that was one of my storylines for this week is you've got some names, some names around the top 125. And some, some of this doesn't matter because they're going to keep the card anyway. But it's Fowler, Gary Woodland, uh, Justin Rose, Fleetwood could do the Martin Keimer where he loses his card. And I don't, I mean, like he'll get into stuff, but it'll be kind of via the European tour, like WGC stuff. Um, but yeah, there's some there's some really interesting names around that top 125 right now. Justin Rose on the outside looking, and I feel like he was in the on the outside looking in this time last year, wasn't he? Wasn't he one of the names we were like, oh man, he's not going to make the playoffs, coach? He's he's yeah. been he's been bad. He, he's been bad. I mean, he's hitting shanks. Uh, I've seen at least two or three shanks in the last six weeks from him. Uh, probably because I do PGA Tour Live, and that's where we see all of them. But uh, it, it's one of those situations where a guy like him. And this is, I think this is what is most difficult, guys, when you are a fan of a sport. And, and obviously, we're more into golf than most people are. But I feel like this is a changing of the guard. Every 10 to 15 years, you've got those top names up there, right? And then you've got a new surge of players coming in. And now that the players are so ready coming in off the Corn Ferry Tour, you're seeing first-time winners more than ever. And then you're seeing names like what KP just alluded to are saying, wait a second, these young cats don't care if I make the playoffs. These young dudes don't care. They care about themselves, and they should. And so now all these guys in their 40s, Charlie Hoffman, uh, Stuart Sink, uh, Lucas Glover, the ones that are winning and performing well, they're looking at themselves saying, if I don't pick it up, I'm going to be the next ones out. And when you go out when you're 45 and lose your card, guess what? Chances are you're probably not coming back in because I work with a lot of those dudes at PGA Tour Live who are waiting to turn 50. And that's just the way it is right now with so many good young players on tour. Did you uh, do you see the big name who's outside the top one twenty five, Rick? I know you're looking at it. Oh, uh, I was looking at it before. Hold on, let me get back down there. Are you referring to? Oh, how big? How big is it? Are well, you like joking that it's big, or are you like? No, I'm. I, yeah, I'm kind of joking, but not really. I mean, not for me. I don't know who it is. Who is it? The Chuckster, Charles Howe. Uh, Chucky three sticks. Twenty twenty years in a row, he's been top one twenty five, something like that. Great. He's 130 now. He's got time. He it, well, and he's got like every money exemption that exists to keep his card. So, yeah. any he, uh, he won. When did he win? Two years ago. It's been a minute. It's been yeah, a minute. He's, I mean, he's he's got the lifetime exemption, right? Doesn't he? Yep. So is Michael Thompson's on exemption too. Yep. Molinari. No, wait, Charles Howe doesn't have a lifetime exemption, does he? Well, isn't it? You, hold on. Is it, it an all-time money list? Yeah, you get like uh you get to use it like once or twice. You don't oh. get to uh, maybe I'm confusing it with the, the twenty wins is the like the twenty wins, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. confusing it with. Okay. Yeah. Not top twenty on the all time money list. I'm confused. Although he is that top one fifty is also a very important number too. Let's not act like it's just top one twenty five. Top one fifty is important and top two hundred is, is the next important number. So for people to keep in mind of that. So for guys like Libiota, who we're gonna see this week. So he's got this week. He probably plays Barracuda because he presumably has to. And then he's got to play Wyndham. Like if you're one of those guys who needs to get into the top 25 and needs to solidify their spot, you have three cracks, coach. Three cracks. That's it. Three. Three. And they should have been playing for this. And they're actually really, really lucky that the Olympics exist. They're really lucky that WGC exists because without those two things, a lot of big-time players would be playing one more event. But look at all the big names that are going to the Olympics. They're not playing either side of that, I doubt. They may come back and play the WGC. But uh, they, they caught a break that one week is ahead of the Olympics. But still, you've got to make your hay right now. Seamus Powers did it great last week at the Barbasol. I guarantee you nobody home knows, he knows that he even won. But he got a two-year exemption. And good on him beating out JT Poston. But these are the events that you've got to play well in if you want to get into the top 125. And the top dudes are somewhere else. You know what else stinks? I was really hoping Zalatoris was going to win an event and then get into the playoffs and make a run, and now he's hurt, and I don't know when we're going to see him again. Have you used him yet? 
Oh, oh I'm sure. I'm sure I have. I probably used them. You were a little upset. That's I'm what's just, important. I'm just upset because yeah. I like the guy. Yeah, I used him at. Uh, I used him Bermuda. at uh, Bermuda last year. He was the favorite. I think. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, was. I was like, oh, he won't get better than this. And then he was like number 19 <laughs> in the world. You used him at Punta Cana, which is same Do thing. He was like the favorite there too. Uh, yeah, I get all those. There's like nine of them that I that I just kind of conflate. Uh, was there anything for you guys? Coach didn't get a chance on Sunday to kind of you know, any open championship stuff. Was there anything lingering that, that you guys had from the open? Uh, I, I just, I'm always the guy that looks back at the end and says, what was I thinking? And I think there was a lot of that last week is, is Colin Markow was clearly in the way that it was set up. He was the best player. And I love, and we see this more times than not in the open championship, that is it, usually the cream does rise to the top. And when you looked at that leaderboard, it, after all the ups and the downs, what did we have at the end? We had Rom, we had Kev, flushers. We had, we had the flushers, exactly. We had the flushers. So uh, that was my biggest takeaway, and that's that's going to be one thing that I remember moving forward, being a part of this show and being a part of CBS is understanding. And Colin Morikawa even alluded to it, which I thought was incredibly insightful from him. He was like, "Listen, I realized last week and this week that dudes that win." figure out a way to do it when everybody else falls off. Wasn't that an incredible I, uh, quote from him? Y- yeah, it was so good. Are you talking about when he was talking about his, his putting? Yes, yes, yeah. That's what he was talking yeah. about. Yes. Yeah, and and he he just said, and I thought it was, and this is where I think the, the conversation gets super interesting. He was talking about how, like, statistically, I'm a bad putter. And he said this to us this time last year, Rick. Mm-hmm. It was probably a year ago today. Um statistically i'm a bad putter but you know what when the chips are down i'm gonna f and make them and and it's like i don't know man there's not a statistic for that you know unfortunately i I, well and and that's part of why like you can't play the the golf in a spreadsheet as much as i would have loved web simpson to win the masters last year in your spreadsheet uh half he gets one sleeve you got to, you get, yeah, you got to go out and do it. And, you know, I was talking, I was on uh, later, I think it'll come out later this week. I was on the No Laying Up podcast with Chris Solomon, and we were talking about how Morikawa was, if you look at his, his uh, putting page, his strokes game putting page on like data golf, the variance of his, of his tournaments, it's like, like it, the overall thing is, it's not that great, but it's weeks where it's like, really high and in weeks where it's really low and that's what you want i don't i don't understand why guys are always like i just i want to be more consistent i want to be more consistent that's great if you want to make a lot of money but you actually do not you don't want to be more consistent you want to have more variance right you want to have wilder swing at least with the putter now you know tita green probably not the case but uh last thing on this so I pulled these two shots out of the open. And if you say you you could say Speeth and Morikawa were tied other than these two shots. So one of them was Speeth's putt on 18 on Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. The other was Morikawa's putt on 14, the par five on Sunday. Where he left it, he like left it on the wrong side of the ridge and then putted up and that one. Buried it. So yeah. one of them was a one of them was a three-footer, Speeth's that he missed. There's like a 90, like statistically a 95% chance that he makes. And the other was the 25 footer footer that Morikawa makes. Statistically, there's a 90% chance that he misses. So the odds of both of those things happening the way that they did, 1%. Now, you can't like you can't pull out singular shots, but if I showed you the rest of the tournament and then just showed you those two shots, there's a one percent chance of it happening the way it did. And that's like that's more college should have won the tournament. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the margins of this stuff are like thinner than you even think they are, right? You're it's insane. Dead. You're dead on. And I also, even though you hate seeing somebody lose. I love seeing a race like that where Spieth shoots a 66. He was clearly gutted when he was done doing his interview. And more times than not, you see a player, right, guys, that says, well, you know what? He deserved to win, and, and so congratulations to him. That's Speed did that, but you also could tell that he was just ripped apart, and he, he pointed to those two putts at the end on 17 and on 18 that that was the difference in the tournament. There's also a, a package that ESPN did a couple of weeks ago in the Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor 
uh, matchup. And I played that back in my head, and I substituted Morikawa for Dustin Poirier. And in the whole package, it was about you can take the money, you can take the talent, you can take all that, but you can't buy heart. And you could say that about all the different players in the tournament. And if Morikawa was sitting there doing that interview and he was getting ready to go into a fight against Spieth and Rahm and DJ and all these guys, they're all bigger than him. They're probably better overall than him. They're probably all of this. But, man, the dude's got heart. And in the toughest situations, he does not move. 31 straight holes without a bogey to win a major championship in Lynx golf is next-level kind of stuff. And my hat is certainly off to him. I mean, you're right. Like Spieth brought the house. I mean, he he brought everything, and that that to me was kind of the underrated part of Usti faded right, and Rom was too far back. Spieth he had a couple of bad holes, but those last twelve, I mean, he he was like coming, and for Morikawa to be like, sorry, dude, this is this is my tournament. Like that's sick. Like that is really really impressive, and. I just I, I don't I don't love to get too deep into the like oh well he just wanted it more or you know um heart of a champ you know like whatever like I think all the I think Spieth wanted it a ton but Morikawa is like you can have the gifts but to have like that ability on a Sunday afternoon to stand up to Spieth and be like sorry dude you've already got one I'm getting one today. That's that's dirty. Like you can't. I, I don't know. That's that's pretty awesome to me. And we're never Rick, gonna, we're never going to see a plus four thousand next to more <laughs> again. That won't ever happen again. You look so giddy. What are you? What are you so I'm giddy? I'm just about? so proud of you guys. This is just like I'm just loving this. You know, I I just love listening to this. It's getting me all amped up. Kyle went with the <laughs> Kyle went with the one percent chance of happening between these two, which just brings a smile to my face. Coach is giving me you know the heart and the the MMA comps. I'm just I'm an avid listener right now. I'm just enjoying <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of the pod. Can I, Rick, can I get, this is putting you on the spot and I hate to do it, but I don't hate to do it. Can you rank, I did this for CBSSports.com. If you have to rank the seven majors of the last 12 months and caveat, I didn't tell Rick this beforehand. He's going to screw it up. Give him grace here because he hasn't, he hasn't thought his way through this, but what's your ranking? Do I, do I get to determine the criteria here? Like am I ranking for how good the championship was or how meaningful or how this this is important. You get to decide the criteria because you can throw different adjectives in there and it, they can change like the way that you view them. All right, so here, here, I'll just say th- these were the best ones, and best can be whatever I want it to be. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, I'll go. I'm going to try to go in reverse order. Um, no, I can't go in reverse order. That's too hard. Yeah, too number hard. number one, Hideki at the Masters. Oh, I love it. Wow. I think, I think the uh, the Masters in general is already elevated. Uh, for Hideki to do it, and and for how that will change. Uh, the global game, I I enjoy. It was he was a great he was a great champion. We got a great moment. We got the bow. It was that I'm in. I'm in for that being number one. Um, number two is Phil Akiwa, just because it's Phil. Guy adds a 45th win to his resume. He does it for all the old people. I mean, I I that was the only one that I had people like in my family or friends who I know don't watch golf were like, oh, Phil won something. And I was like, yeah, Phil won something because that was like a mainstream win. So that's two for me. Yeah. Uh, three. So I have, let's see what I have left. I have two, I have two U.S. Opens. I have Rom and Bryson. I have DJ at the Masters and I have two Morikawa. more. Morikawa. Morikawa. Yeah. That's it. Um, man. The Morikawa ones are hard to rank. This is so easy. This is so easy, Rick. Oh, Come on, let's go. Let's go, coach. I've already done mine. I've, I have. I haven't written right. Okay, yet. what's what's what's, what's your first get, two? I'm, yeah. 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 I'm seeing if I match up with him. I have, right, what are your first I have two? Phil one and Hideki two. Okay, that's okay. Right. No and then I got Morikawa three. Which one? Which one? Well, he wasn't part of the six. Oh, he was the seventh. He was the one from. I last was saying. Year. I was saying all seven oh, since. All seven. Oh, oh, since yeah. the pandemic. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. Open championship, obviously, for coaches number three. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you join Tiger Woods as the only two, you got to be up there. I mean, that's that's a crazy stat. The yeah, one that I think is. is the one that I think is getting misranked is DJ's Masters, uh, but I'm not ready to reveal the. I think it is Morikawa Open Championship three because of the historical context, the fact yeah. that he just got his second major championship. He did. I mean, how many stats did we rattle off that were like? This hasn't been done in 120 years or ever. Yeah, and there were four major winners in the top four. I mean, it was it was a it was a sick leaderboard. Sick leaderboard. Yeah, three. Uh, I have Rom four. Have Rom see, four. I could argue the, the DJ Masters one bothers me because people are like, it, like, oh, just plug it in six or seven. But like, for him to get a, a second validation major after all the close calls and arguably the things that were kind of like taken from it like that to for for a guy who has been historically great in our game and was only lacking major championships that is being criminally underranked i i agree yeah. but remember he he won like two or three times in the fall and he got really lucky that that was in the fall like it was well, a perfect time for him and i think that for me the reason it was seven is is honestly like a not having fans thing oh. right like just being there it was just there was no juice man like there was just nothing happening and and so like this is where the criteria part matters because if it's if it's most like historically meaningful then all of a sudden dj doing it and blowing out this great field the way that he did matters more than like was it just like the best or most memorable because for me it was it was just the least memorable there was just it was a blowout and there was nobody there like that. That just, that just knocks it down a lot. My number five is, so I have two U S opens and Morikawa's PGA left. So I, I think that this, I think I will be high on DJ and I will be low on Rom. So I'll, I'll actually go with Bryson at Wingsfoot because that was a huge win. And as you have talked about many times, Kyle, um, it could be game altering. Like yeah. we won't know that might that might age better in 10, 15, 20 years when we see the 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 class and the game change. Yeah, I think that Hideki and and Bryson's have a chance to be the most historically meaningful or relevant or whatever you want to say, because Hideki's could change a continent. I mean, who who knows how, how that reverberates? And then Bryson's Look, like, is the genesis of future equipment changes going to be Wingfoot? <laughs> Probably not. But is it is it part of the story? I I think it could be, and, and maybe it won't be. But I think I definitely think it could be. Where Where are you at here, Coach? So we got your one, two, three. What's your four yeah, and five? I've got I've got Rom four, Bryson five, DJ six, and I, I think a lot of what KP said factored into my head, even though I wasn't thinking about it. And then I got Morikawa seven. Because that that was the least amount of juice of any of them, because we were just happy to play it. Uh, he did do a great job of separating, but it wasn't the juice that he had at the Open Championship or that the other guys had to come back and win. So even though he had a great shot at thirteen, uh, but still, that's that's my least memorable of the seven. I actually, so I would put I'm going to put Morikawa's sixth, uh, and again, that's my that might that might age better, like like. Tiger in 97 at the Masters gets better every one he wins, right? Because that was the first. And Morikawa took the that's the that's the passing of the torch moment. He had the memorable moment where he drives the green late. He had the lowest weekend score ever at the PGA championship or major championship history. I can't remember what it was. Um, that might be a passing the torch moment. If he goes on to win five, six, seven major championships, it's gonna look it's gonna look a lot better. Yeah, I agree because he beat. I mean, the board is is crazy. It's Bryson, it's DJ, it's uh, Finau Scheffler. Uh, there was somebody. Else. Oh, Brooks. Brooks was in like one of the final three pairings on on Matthew Sunday. Wolf. So Matthew Wolf was down. The Wolf really could have won. He missed so many putts on the back nine. It was oh, it was God. insane. Um, I had Morikawa's PGA higher, and maybe that's like Morikawa bias, but. Uh, that was just that was a fun one because we hadn't had one in a year, and it was uh, yeah, the ending was was insane. It was really fun. So that leaves me with Rom at seven, which I don't even think is a knock to him. Like it was a great finish. He made the putts late, but at the same time, and I love Tori. You know, we were there. Like it was awesome. The juice, I loved it. But 
he was the favorite. It was the, it was at Tory Pines. Like, you know, it, it wasn't that crazy and we expect him to win majors. Like it's cool that he got his first. I love it. It was amazing. Doesn't he, doesn't he, doesn't, don't you have to rank it up there because you've got to win the first one to, to, to become great. Yeah. It's, it's great. awesome. Yeah. And, and, I, th- and I think and the way, at the, end. the way he did it, I mean, yeah. the birdie, the birdie, the birdie finish. Now I think the argument against it, which I sort of made was that like that tournament was, he was okay for three and a half rounds. And then it was awesome for, for like half a round, right? The last uh, 12 holes or whatever was just out, just insanity. Like I thought that was the best last two hours of a, or three hours of a, of a major that we had out of all of them. Yeah. But I, I thought it was the, maybe the uh, least interesting first three days. I mean, you had Russell Henley and Richard Bland and Mackenzie Hughes, and you're like, ah, this is it's okay, it's fine. But it wasn't, you know, it, it didn't find its kind of like rhythm like the Open did with Morikawa and Spieth on a on a Friday. Mm. It's fair. We could do this all day, but I'm ready. Yeah. To make, I'm ready to make picks. Actually, <laughs> before we do that, I have to alter my rankings for one second because it just popped into my brain that number one oh. is Arnold Palmer Spots. Yeah. And if you enjoy fishing the land of 10,000 lakes is where Bubba Watts has been reeling them in. And that is a perfect opportunity to be sipping on some Arnold Palmer Spikes. You can do it on the course. That's where I usually drink mine. Although... Don't tell the missus. We've been buying them and drinking them at home. They're very, very delicious. It's that perfect combination of iced tea and lemonade. Now they come in (laughs) multi-packs or a tall 24-ounce can. You can find Arnold Palmer Spiked in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash first or search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash first. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. That was great. Thanks. I tried to, tr- tried to trick you there. Yeah, um, yes. Professional. Right. Picks, 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 picks. Let's picks. do this. So 3M open, uh, which by the way, I mean, w- we can be real quick on this KP. Matthew Wolf is playing this week and he is like, he's got like the six shortest odds and didn't play the open championship. I don't know if odds makers know what to do with him. I'm not sure anybody really knows how to deploy him or what to expect from him. So when, when that's the case, this is a question probably more so for uh, you and coach when it's the case that nobody really knows like what's going on. Does that mean there's value or no value? No value because if they put him where he's supposed to be, and I would guess that he should be because of how he's playing plus 5,000 or worse. But if you put him there and then he finds his game again, now you've got a lot of people who are going to bet on him because he won here. And now the books are really going to be stuck. So when you don't know what to do, you you favor you err on the side of lower odds, so that if you if he finds his game, you don't get stuck. Okay, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, Nobody's yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's and again, who knows? Like just face value, it seems weird to play the three M and not the open. Like if you had to pick one, you would seems like you would play the open, but I don't know. I mean, I I don't I don't. Flashing lights to me, KP. The, yeah. the, and, and didn't even give a reason. There was no reason given why he pulled out of the Open Championship. Well, and that, and it, there were reasons that to be had, right? A bunch of people pulled out of the Open. Yeah. But his, his was the one that it was like, well, was this travel related? If it was travel related, then there's less flashing lights. But yeah, I don't know. He's had a weird, he's had a, I mean, he's had a strange 2021. Obviously, the talent's still there. We saw it for two and a half rounds at, at the U.S. at uh, Tory, But, um, yeah, it's just it, it hasn't been probably what he thought his third year on tour would be. No question. Yeah, back, to, back at the site for his, uh, from his first uh, PGA Tour victory. All right, Producer Jacob, please fire up my betting card. We'll get this one out of the way pretty quickly. I've channeled, channeled my inner Kyle Porter. I have narrowed it down to three wagers. One of them is a top 10 on Patrick Reed, who uh, I told you, coach, this earlier, you know, he has been uh, pretty good after missing a cut. Whether it's an opportunity to reset, his last five have produced an average finish of 14th in his next start. Uh, so Patrick Reed finished inside the top 10 at plus two to one. And then I went with two matchups Cam Davis over Keegan Bradley, Charles Schwartzel over Lonto Griffin. Um, I'm keeping my card tight. 
I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it at low odds, and I'm gonna grind away at this. It's a great way of going about it, especially after we saw KP cracked uh, that safe wide open last week. Uh, so the and, the and I love these plays as well. Uh, I think we're gonna as we get towards really playing for real money at the start of next year. You're gonna see a lot of guys really tighten. It's it's like shortening the bench at the NBA Finals. You, you don't want to play everybody, right? You don't want to play everybody. Play play those that you have confidence in, and you did that this week, Rick. Oh, thank you, Coach. Now I feel much better about it. Let's pull up your card. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll uh, now I will compliment your card. Um, All right. I, I see three matchups here. Let's start with those. Hank Lebiota over Ricky Fowler. Big one. You took 40% of your funds. You put it on that one. It's your best bet. Then you also went with Cam Davis over Keegan Bradley, and you added Maverick McNeely over Lucas Herbert. So I almost put the whole $100 on Lebiota over Fowler. We're talking about uh, it's fade, 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 fade. I know Fowler's playing better. I know that. But Lebiota is on a heater. He is, I think, the next guy that's going to be, okay, plus 5,000. He won his first event, just like Seamus Powers, just like Glover did, just like Cameron Davis did. He's primed and ready. This was the lock of the century for me. Then Cam Davis had the week off. He's one of those guys, he couldn't go to the Open because of a visa issue because he got married. I'm cool with that excuse. You can't go. But he had a week off, and now he's back playing. I love this matchup because Keegan's really fallen off. And then McNeely, I think he could win this week. And he had a great week uh, for two rounds, uh, the middle two rounds uh, at the John Deere. So he's really playing well also. And Herbert's played a lot overseas, and he's making the trip over here. And so I'm fading anybody that's going to do that. You round out your card here with three props. Uh, Top American, Mav McNeely, double down on Mav. Cam Davis, double down on him, top Australian. So McNeely's 28 to 1 uh, to be the top American. Cam Davis is plus 175 to be top Australian. And then the big boy, the big dog, the favorite, Dustin Johnson to miss the cut, plus 350. As a great boxer once said, I'm going to shock the world. This has never been played before. I called William Hill. I said, has anybody ever picked DJ to miss the cut? They said, never. I said I'm doing yeah, <laughs> every bet ever placed at William Hill. <laughs> it may or may not be true. So I love the fact that DJ's coming to place that none of us can figure out why the hell he's playing here. Uh, we do know he has a history of withdrawing here. And so for me, I'm banking on the fact that A, he's not going to be motivated. B, he had to make that long trek from Royal St. George's. And I just don't think he's going to give a damn about this tournament. So DJ to miss a cut at plus 350. I love it. So I think the problem with this is he definitely could miss the cut. Like, and it w- nobody would think anything of it. And he could also go out and win. And that's like terrifying to me. Like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> that's why if you notice, KP, I only put five bucks on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found his uh, – I went and looked at his scorecard from last year. So uh, I can't tell on this because he withdrew. If he started on – he had to start on 10 because these weren't his last yeah. three holes. Okay, I'm so pretty sure he did. Yeah, because by the time I woke up, I was like, oh, my God, he's like seven over already. Um, yeah, so, he, he was first round of a PGA Tour Live as well. So, that so he, he had to play in the morning. So, so he goes – right. So he goes He goes um, bogey on 16, bo- a double on 17, and then on 18 – Here's his play-by-play. Shot two, 198 yards into the water. Shot four, 182 yards into the water. Shot six, 180 yards into the water. Here's my favorite one. Shot eight, 186 yards. It was like to a foot. To two feet, (laughs) 90. I remember that. It was insane. Classic DJ. Well, if you give a pro three cracks or four cracks at it, he's going to stuff one to two feet, nine inches eventually. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. A lot of variance in that, in that uh, iron game as well. Yeah. I absolutely love it. What does strokes gain do with that? Oh, I'd have to look it up. It was ugly. It's not good. Uh, KP, your turn. You are the champ. You are coming off a big week, and we are asking you. No, we are requiring you to back it up. And you have three. <laughs> yeah, no, no pressure. You have three bets on your slip. I'm going to start with your two non-best bets: Cameron Tringale to finish inside the top 20 plus 150, and Sergio Garcia to finish inside the top 10 at three to one. Yeah, Sergio has been quietly good of late four top twenties in a row and 
you know, this is not, he's playing good tournaments, right? He's playing us open open championship. So I'm kind of just banking that that level of play will at a, at a little bit lesser field lead to a top 10. Uh, and then Tringali has, Oh, like I don't have him in front of me. He's, he's been playing great recently as well. And, Oh, my wife's coming in. Do you have any takes? Oh, who's she picking? <laughs> she she just left. Um, <laughs> Tr- uh, Tringali had a top, I think he had a top 20, if I remember this correctly off the top of my head, at the Open last week. And, he, you know, he's somebody that it's just like, he doesn't win ever. I mean, he just does not win, but... He top twenty. He top twenty is a lot. I mean, what's what's the number, Rick? He's he's made more money than anybody ever on the PGA Tour without winning. I think Correct. it's like fifteen Four, or sixteen. Yeah, it fourteen was, million. It was fourteen million, but he's. I mean, he's made more cuts and stuff since then. So I don't know yeah. what he's at now, but yeah. So he's been. I think he's been pretty solid. Uh, you know, over the last few months as well. And then you round out this card with your best bet, and it is. Ches Revy to finish inside the top 20 at plus 275. Uh, yeah, sorry. There's, there's a lot going on here. Uh, Ches, so Ches has had a weird year because he missed, I think it was seven straight cuts from like the players championship to the P uh, no through the PGA to like the Memorial. And since then he's been kind of lights out, played great at the John Deere, led that for a little while. He's been, he's been really solid over the last six weeks. So it's a little bit of writing a, I don't know if it's a heater. Uh, it's just certainly a heater compared to where he was. And yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good number. I think, I think it's, I, I think that him being a top 20 number and, and Sergio being a top, like them being the same number for top 20 versus top 10 is I, I like both of those. That's about right. Uh, recap of the best bets here. I went with Patrick Reed to finish inside the top 10. Kyle went with Reeve to finish inside the top 20 coach went with Hank Lebiota over Ricky Fowler, Greg and Sia. We called them. Greg said, I'll take DJ minus minus one thirty-seven over Louis Oosthuizen. And Sia said, give me Stuart sink over Dylan Fratelli. How do y'all feel about Louie this week? How do you well? How do you feel about DJ against Louie? You're 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 you. And this is this is the brilliance of Vegas. Is they're not stupid, right? They know what they're doing. And you put two dudes who both played on Sunday late, both played uh, at the Open, and so now to me, you're fading them both. So you can't play this matchup, at least to me, at least to me. I think Louie's hard too because if that was Russell Henley or you know. Tringali or whoever, you'd be like, well, that guy's broken. Like he's mm-hmm. he's been he's been devastated. <laughs> and with Louie, that that's probably true, but it but maybe not. Like might, I might be he, used to it by now. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he, he like Sunday I thought was very unusual. Like it was just different. Like that's like I think he'll look back and have some regrets with that one, whereas the other ones probably not. And so I don't know what to do with that. I don't know if he will just keep playing great golf or I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with him. I, I think this one's going to sting. I really believe that deep down he showed absolutely no juice on Sunday. There was never a point from the opening tee shot. So I really believe that's going to carry over. It did with Bryson uh, after whatever major it was, he really stumbled. And, and I think Louie, at least for a week or two, that's going to sting KP. I really believe that. Yeah, he was he was not good on Sunday. It was my bigger issue is he's like the most expensive he's ever been ever. Yeah, I, I, it's just, and it trickles to all the other markets, and now it's like such a big ask, and you have to pay the price for it. I'll just pass. And 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 on a course where I mean, it, he he very clearly gets better on tougher courses against tougher fields, yeah. and. Oh, you know, the, the numbers that have won this like 20 under 19 under it's just, which by the way, I was thinking about that with, with, I'll say one last thing on Matthew Wolf. I, I hope, I hope that he, that he bounces back really quickly because he beat two years ago at this tournament, he beat Morikawa and Bryson by one on an Eagle on the last hole Mark. And you've got, they've won three majors since then. And, and Wolf is content contended in some of them in both of them. And, I just, yeah, I, I, I I'm afraid, golf, I'm afraid, he, I'm afraid he's going to turn into Aaron Baddeley or Sean O'Hare. That's what well, g- golf is just, it's more fun when Wolf's involved. So I, I hope that he's able to, you know, complete the circle this week and, 
maybe he goes out and wins again. Who knows? Yep. That'd be pretty cool. One and done, gentlemen. We are coming. We are barreling down the finish line. The rules are changing every single time we fire. <laughs> it up. Uh, who knows where we'll be in a couple of weeks from now, but 3M open and coach you're up because uh, this was an easy one for me because I'm, I'm just kind of setting the stage for mm-hmm. the start of next season. So I'm just kind of, kind of cruising to the finish line. So I'm going to go Hank Libiota, or as I got yelled at when I, called pga tour live it's libiota so everybody yeah. libiota i said lebiota uh literally for three days and i said did you not listen to me for the first two days when they came in and told me i was incorrect they didn't have anything to say to that hank libiota lock it in hammering hank for coach he's at 4.6 million Producer Jacob got a much-needed $682,500 from Louis Oosthuizen last week at the Open Championship. Producer Jacob, you are now $400,000 clear of coach. Talk to me. Uh, Well, I looked over who I have remaining, and it turns (laughs) out I still have Tony Finau. So, you know, we're going to get second-place money for, you know, (laughs) This last stretch before we hit the playoffs, because you know I don't want to take them any time after after this. Oh boy! All right, that's Jake, a tough scene. Jacob is going with um, Tony Finau. By the way, I just pulled it up. The the shot tracker takes forever. You want to know how many strokes that DJ lost on eighteen here last year? I have the number. Uh, I'll say six. It's not quite that many. Probably stuffing it to two feet, nine inches helps. He lost on one single hole alone on approach 4.88 strokes (laughs) to the field from the middle of the fairway on 18. That's (laughs) that is brutal. Tough. Hey, uh, hey, real real quick. uh, I know you're in the middle of this. I don't don't understand why we don't do more comments from the comment section, Rick. I believe. Oh, get out of here with this. I know, I know where you're going yeah, with this. You, you, I, you, I should point out all the ones that are anti-coach. First of all, Jacob, pull it up. There's one that says the pod is twice as good when coach is on. This Great is, this is yeah. just a calamity that that's, you should – oh, my goodness. I agree. That's probably, that's, probably agree. Coach's, that's probably coach's nephew right there, David Co- David Whithoff. No, it's coach's burner. He's That's what he was looking down at. He was firing <laughs> that out. Um Please continue. (laughs) I do sometimes read the comments. Sometimes I've got a lot of other stuff going on, but when I see them, yeah, sometimes they're okay. Uh, KP, you are at 8.1 million, my friend, and you're kind of in a weird situation here. You're running out of events. You are one and a half million off the lead, but it's kind of bunched up here, and you got uh, saved for 386,000 from Brooksy on Sunday. Where are you going this week? I think I'm going to go with Sergio. I, you know, I, I don't, I've used, I'm shocked you haven't used them. Yeah. I thought I had, I, I, well, maybe I have, I looked it up and I I don't think I have, I'm not, I won't use them anywhere else. I'm not going to use them in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'll go with Sergio. Sergio Garcia for Kyle. He has 8.1 million. Mark has 8.6 million and I don't think we have his pick. Oh. Uh, shocker. I'll hold, the, I'll hold the episode until shocker. he gives me a pick. <laughs> We're just not going to release the episode. That's <laughs> a, a hostage situation. Mark, Mark doesn't know you can watch it live. He doesn't know that. No, we're just gonna pause and wait, like just sit here live until he gives us his pick. We're holding Mark hostage until he <laughs> he's at 8.6 million. He used Louie last week. It's snapped a stretch of five consecutive zeros. So that was very handy. He's at 8.6 million, and he's about nine hundred thousand dollars behind Greg. And Greg, oh, we do have Greg's pick. Greg is going, and I kind of like this. Bubba Watson for Greg. Interesting. Interesting. He's not. Bubba's had, a, Bubba's had an. He's had an interesting summer. Been pretty good, you know. Yeah, he has. But he, you know, he kind of gets in it at the U.S. Open and just ejects immediately. Uh, played well at Travelers until the very end. He, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of been in some stuff, but not, not sealed the deal. He hasn't kind of closed out any events yet. Hmm. Well, Bubba Watson and Greg will try to track me down uh, by about 90 grand. I'm at 9.6, and I am 
beyond running on fumes, I have to save. Uh, there's like two guys I'm saving for the stretch run here because I have to guarantee that I have people in the tour championship and and the BMW. So I just picked the best odds for somebody I hadn't used yet, and that is Robert McIntyre. What is the? I like that. I think I, I like Robert McIntyre. I don't know if I if I like him this week. I don't know if I like him this week either, but here I am. He's, yeah. he's a good player, though. His major record has been really solid. He's what, good. What? I mean, he's he's a vol. I mean, he's well, I think he's like twenty four. He's he's pretty volatile, but I like his game. I hope he's on the Ryder Cup team. I, I think that would be great. What is like? What's the most common one and done strategy? Just broadly, is it kind of what you've done, where just play the guys you want to play and then figure it out over the last five weeks, or is it more strategic than that? Because I think there's, I think there's value to be had in in both of those. I'm just wondering which one is more common. Mm, probably the more common one is um, doing it the way Mark does it, which is kind of like earmarking, earmarking ten yeah. or twelve guys for very specific tournaments, and then just each week plugging it in. Instead of me, I empty the magazine immediately, and <laughs> then and then hope that hey, so, like like this, like. Like we're, like a Hank Lee Biot is gonna pop up somewhere, you know what I mean? Like like someone's right. gonna pop up at somewhere in the summer and start playing well, and I'll worry about it then. Uh, but you, but in my scenario, you have to be really careful because I might have gone too far, especially because we go to the yeah. Tour Championship. No, that's exactly right because you look at uh, KP majors and WGCs. Rarely do you have a player with all due respect like a Hank Lee Biot winning. So you earmark all the big ones. You got to take a big game hunter. And then you piece in the lower, um, easier events to win. And that's how I'm going to do it next year when I run it. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I'm putting you all on notice. I I think there's there's danger in the strategy that Mark employs too, though, because you might catch a guy that is – I don't know what they're going to be doing in September. You know, I don't know if, if they're going to be playing well or not playing well. Which, by, by the way, thinking about this real quick, just you're talking about Hank Biota. I brought this up on the No Line Up pod. What are you thinking if you're Hank Biota going to these to these major championships? I don't even know if he's played in one, but with the the string of winners that we've gotten at majors that are like all time good and just you know consistently top fifteen guys. If you're a Kevin Streelman, if you're a Brendan Steele, like what what you show up on Monday and you're like, I've got I mean what. what you know what they think you know what they think uh t20 pays a lot of money that's what they think (laughs) well and the way nbc does their coverage too they even the guys that were on saturday within two or three shots you saw them like once or twice maybe maybe and i and i know it's the world feed but even the networks treat them like they have no shot to win you you know they think they have a shot like so these so i i joke about the t20 thing that's the kevin kisner quote but these guys say um, ben Curtis won this. Uh, they see like they, there's been 500 to one winners. It is why guys line up every Monday and pay $450 to try to Monday qualify for these events because Corey Connors did it. Corey Connors won. Like it's, yep. it's, there's just that four well, the, days of magic. Yeah. And there's a willful ignorance there of like, <laughs> there's an arrogance that comes with the willful ignorance of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a top five guy. I just haven't gotten good breaks. Right. And it's like, brother, like you're way better than I am or will ever be, but you're, you're not a top five guy. And, but, but I think my bigger point is the pool of elite stars is so much deeper now that I think in 2003, you could talk yourself into like, Man, if Tiger and Ernie don't play well this week, which is two guys, then I don't I could kind of sneak in maybe. And now you got to say, well, if Brooks and Bryson and Spieth and Rory and DJ and Morikawa and like and then that's the, just the morning wave. What's the, the afternoon wave? What's the path forward for Ankle Leviota at a major? I I I, I don't know, know. You know, you're, I mean, you're right, but you know, I mean, Hank Lebiota went to Florida state and he's thinking I played against a lot of these guys. They're not that much better than me. I can compete against these guys. They, they all think like you this. have, to, you have to, you Correct. have to. Correct. Yeah. Right, by the way, side note guys. And I know that you both know this. What a cool story. Uh, his last, was Saki was Siki, uh, give me his last name. 
uh, uh, Big Mike uh, Vasaki. Y'all saw he won a tournament this past weekend. Biggest and win he ever. Won, he won like $48,000, which is awesome. huge for him. Awesome for him. And it was cool because everybody was tagging Justin Thomas, who obviously made made headlines when he gave him. We don't know how much it is. We talked about it here on the show. I thought it was hundred grand. You guys thought it was more in the $25,000 uh, area. The more I yeah. think about it, I think you guys are probably right. Uh, but it was still a cool gesture. And now he wins $48,000. Man, that's Coach, like that. you just you just operate in a different tax bracket than us so you're right. you're you're artificially you know you're you're the way you think about stuff is just a little artificially inflated compared Co- to me and Ray. coach was all you know he's trying to offer me a hundred thousand dollars all the time just here support you a little bit just help your career a little bit coach bought 700 subscriptions to rickrungood.com <laughs> yeah and i appreciate that coach thank you for that you're very welcome <laughs> um also norman Zhang, monday qualified kp i would love it if this guy won man what a i i watched him i was at the 2018 ncaa's in stillwater when oklahoma state won and he was unbelievable like i and like just the, the way that he like the noise the sound you hear guys talk about sound the sound that his shots makes is very unusual it's very different and he just is not i, I don't i don't know that anybody's written a ton about him or, or kind of done the done the story on it but he's been just a complete non-factor i mean he's he's not even no corn fairy nothing which is no. A bummer because he's a unbelievable talent. Yeah, you, you and Porter, um, who I work with at PGA Tour Live, he won a couple times in the Corn Ferry Tour. He tweeted about this, and he said he saw Norman Jung. I'm, I got to make sure I have this right. And Colin Morikawa played together at the Walker Cup. Am I correct? Yes. And he yeah. said when he was there that if he would have basically you had to choose, he said oh, yeah. he was taking Norman Jung all day over Colin sure. Well, and I think I think especially with the way that modern PGA Tour golf has gone, because Zhang was was and probably is a, a longer and better driver, you know. Um, but hadn't hadn't gone well as a pro. He's outside the top eleven hundred, I believe, right now. He's outside the top eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred, they're even worse. Wow, they only, He's rank, they only in, rank like nineteen hundred, don't they? He's played in two. <laughs> he's yeah he's played in two owgr events this year and he hasn't made a cut since the utah championship on the he hasn't made a cut on any owgr event since the utah championship in the middle of 2019 kyle he he played he played with me two months ago if you're playing with me you're in big, i forgot you're about in that yeah. give us a breakdown of his game yeah he flushes it. it listen it's it's weird because i would i'm sure i would say this about 10 or 20,000 guys that I could play golf with, but it was by far the best thing I've ever seen. He was yeah, unbelievable. He, he, he kills it. And, and it's a guy who doesn't have status anywhere. So, but like seeing that up close, it's, it's not fair. He's yeah. unbelievable. So I'm hoping he finds a way to make it just to the weekend, make a little noise. Who knows what can happen, That'd be uh, cool. but it would be cool. It'd be really cool. Haskins winner, right? Didn't he win the, yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. the pedigree is a joke. The pedigree is, and there's some good stuff. I think Ryan Labner wrote about because uh, Casey Martin was his his college coach, and Casey Martin's like, I mean, this is this is like generational stuff, and yeah. it's it's very it's, and that's why it's so weird. It's rare. Like, do you get a generational guy that'll like corn ferry it for two or three years? For sure, but to like completely drop off and not have any status is is pretty unusual. I agree. We'll keep an eye on them. Um, I think that'll do it. 3M Open Mega Preview Pod. We're going round by round after each and every one. But for now, let me thank producer Jacob. That right there is The Coach, who you can find on Twitter at The Coach Rules. Kyle Porter, who you can find at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 